A long way from home, King Frankel serving it up now to Knight's Order, and they're both going hard up front now. So Lucan in third from Stockman, followed by Vaughan de Cleary gets going on the outside of Arapahoe, and a length and a half further back to Montefilia, being nudged along by Gibbons now as they come around the turn, and Knight's Order is trying to repel that challenge of King Frankel. Knight's Order lifting from King Frankel, two lengths away to Sir Lucan, Arapahoe running on, and then came Montefilia, still three off them. King Frankel, Knight's Order, Arapahoe chiming in, and Montefilia as well wide out. Arapahoe moved up to King Frankel. Arapahoe, King Frankel, Montefilia stretching late. Arapahoe just in front, and Arapahoe won the tank with just from Montefilia. Third between Val and Clare and King Frankel and Cleveland whizzing home at the end from Knight's Order. A gap back to Stockman. Then came Sir Lucan from Gold Trip, Explosive Jack Salino, and Saracen Knight was last to finish. Well, he was a $14 chance Arapahoe. Rachel King gave him a very comfortable trip, just idling along fifth and sixth on the fence, moving into the right part in the straight, took the lead and then held off Montefilia, Ben. Terrific win. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm still cast from when I backed him in the uh, Calandra Cup last year at $7. I thought he was an absolute moral. Don't you hate it when you back a horse that gets beaten in the Calandra Cup and then comes out and does that in a group one? Well, you could ask the man now how it got beaten there because he's our first guest. I'm sure he's delighted uh, with another group one win on the mantelpiece. Bjorn Baker, good morning, mate. Congratulations. Yeah, morning, guys. Good to hear from you. Always good to get a call on a Sunday morning. So, no, it was uh, a big result for the team, and uh, thank you very much. We need to, to settle something first of all. My colleague here, Ben Dory, said, is it Bjorn or Bjorn? Well, it depends who's asking. I take anything starting <laughs> with a B, but it's got to be finishing with an N. <laughs> um, so... Oh, my, my mother probably says Bjorn, but I think uh, it's, a, it's a tricky name, so I'm happy with Bjorn. I often introduce myself as Bjorn, like Amber or the tennis player. Yeah, that's what I was my son. I've, I've, I've tortured my son as well. I've called him Sven, so he's in big trouble in little China. Well, whatever we, we call you, with a rapper, I thought you made a really good statement post-race. You, you can't you'd never go into these races unless you've got a wings or a black caviar. Uh, supremely confident, but you knew one thing about this horse, he wouldn't disgrace himself. He'd, he'd probably beat out more than them would beat him. Yeah, and he's always um, he, he always just puts in his best best effort. He's so consistent. Um, he's probably, uh, in terms of track work, he's probably not the the, the best horse I've had, but on, on the racetrack, he's just so genuine. He's just got such, such a lovely... Um, running style, he's able to, and, and I think as much as anything, the Canberra Cup last start and then yesterday, he's able to take advantage of that really good draw. So he just puts himself there and, and switches off. And and Rachel, uh, she really gets on well with him. He's just, uh, she just gets him in a, a lovely rhythm, and I think that's the key. There was a theory there for a while that he could simply be a, a you know, really good wet tracker, but he, he's sort of confounded that, hasn't he? I mean, that was a, a good track yesterday, and he's done it for a while on on all sorts of surfaces. Yeah, I think first up last year, he uh, went to the Tamworth Cup. I think it was a good two. They break the Australian record for 1,400. They're in one sub-120, I think. And uh, he finished tailed off. He got beat a furlong, and then went to Hawkesbury. We couldn't get a rider. He was 70 to 1, and he got beat a length, and then he went to Rosehill and won by about 10 after sitting three deep the trip. So I thought I thought he was just a mutter then. And, and you talk about the Kalandra Cup, I thought that was his chance on a very wet track that day. But uh, last preparation, he was 15th up into the Melbourne Cup. Um, 
someone said to me, what do you reckon? What's improved? And I said, well, maybe you appreciated a, a proper break uh, rather than spelling on the float. So he's been a, he's been an iron horse. He's, a, he's only a, a lightly framed horse, and we don't have to do much with track work, but uh, he's an athlete. I'm sure all our listeners would uh, thoroughly realise you love your racing. We see you on social media at the, at the track being interviewed. You've always got a smile on your face. You're always up for a, a good time. Uh, you have a lot of fun, but I sense that this win was something special to you just in terms of getting another Group 1 under the belt. I think it had been you know, maybe three years or so since you'd won your last one. So despite all the fun and frivolity, this was a, a seriously good moment for you and your team, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think you're right, Ben. It's, um, it's competitive, Sydney racing, and it's only fun if you're winning or, or getting your fair share of it. And uh, we've been probably, uh, by my standards, the last month or two has been tough going. So uh, to get another Group 1 is very important. And then to win a big, big one of these big races at the Carnival is, is so special. So it definitely um, helps. It helps in terms of promoting the stable. We've got the Easter sales just around the corner and, and hopefully you can get one or two uh, nice yearlings there. So... It's, it's very competitive, extra prize money and good racing. Uh, there's more competition from everywhere, all around the world to Australia. So it's definitely hard racing. So he's won the Group 1 Tancred. He'd already won the, the Canberra Cup, the Grafton Cup, the Premier's Cup. Just take us back. He's been in the stable around two years. How did you come to get him? What's the, the backstory to him? He was actually trained by Andre Fab, um, and his wife bred him. And he showed some promise early. He won a listed race, and I think Coolmore then purchased him, and he came sixth in the 2000 Guineas. And then when COVID just kicked off, it was an end-of-the-year sale, and uh, Jim Clark, of course, good Queensland boy, is able to uh, pick him up uh, at a Aquana French sale towards the end of the year. I think he was 130,000 euros, which, which looks cheap now. And, and as you know, the Europeans are going really well, but they can be hidden and miss, and thankfully he's worked out very well. But I thought he was, he was pretty good value at the time. What do you do with him for the rest of the year? Like, I mean, do you, do you, do you sit down and look long-term towards a, a spring carnival, or, or, or what's next for him? Yeah, well, I said we might have him 16th up in the Melbourne Cup this year. <laughs> Keep him going. And uh, I guess it just changes. I was, I was possibly looking at getting up to the Q22 and, and the Brisbane Cup, but he'll head towards the Sydney Cup. I'm still not sure whether he's a, a dead set two miler, mm. but I guess long term it does qualify him again for the Cups. It's always sort of important to be involved there. So. Maybe even a race like the Caulfield Cup is, is, is maybe his main aim. I, I thought going into yesterday's race that his form at 2,400 arguably was his best form, and I think that's the way it's working out. Exactly right. What about, um, and of course in the Sydney Cup he goes to 52.5 and, and they can't, they can't touch him weight-wise. Just on other matters, Shades of Rose, what did you think of a run in the Galaxy? Oh, I thought it was okay. Um, she she just drew a bad gait, as it turned out, and she definitely got a fair bit of interference with about 600 to go. Um, so she got beat sort of three and a half lengths. If she didn't get that interference, she would have definitely been closer. But we're going to push on to the TJ Smith next week. It's obviously going to be a really tough race, and she's still in the quokka as well. What about Bobby Shiraz in Brisbane? Uh, started the day really nicely this uh, two-year-old um, rookie, f- uh, first up or first start over fourteen hundred metres, and everything had its chance to to run him down. Looks a nice star in the making. 
Yeah, I thought he was very, very good. I was very nervous about going to the, the 1400 first up, especially after a big trip away from home. And um, I thought he was probably shorter in the market than I wasn't confident. And I thought it was an excellent effort. The replays just come up again. And he's very green. He's still learning what it's about. But he's bred to be a very good stayer. So I think uh, next year, races like the Spring Champion and uh, maybe the VRC Derby are definitely on the radar. My, my father's got 10% of him, and uh, actually I owed him a bit of cash, and so I just sent him the invoice to build him. I couldn't sell the horse. So he, he was a bit upset at the time. He's pretty happy now. I still get a lot of advice. Brisbane's not a bad place to defer to, particularly like whether it's Autumn Carnival in Sydney or Spring Carnival in Sydney. If you've got a horse that, that uh, might just find it a little tough, might be in the deep end, the prize money's not too bad up here, and, and, you, and you found some suitable races like Bobby Shiraz, but even Rupert's House won a race a few few weeks ago. Yeah, for sure, and it's, uh, oh, and I was so lucky to have uh, such good racing, and, and Queensland's been very good to me. I love getting up there and getting a few 4Xs under me and <laughs> always have a lot of fun, so uh, we'll definitely be getting a fair few horses up there over the, over the coming months, and even going forward probably on a bit more of a regular basis. Um, I've got Renaissance Woman who, who won a stakes race uh, in the spring in Melbourne. She's gonna, she'll be up there for the Queensland Guineas at the end of April, and um, maybe Arapahoe will get get up there too. But we'll definitely have a few others. Last one from me. You sound surprisingly sprightly. I thought you might be in all sorts this morning. You might be in a drunk tank somewhere. Take us into the celebrations last night because you you sound pretty fresh. To be fair. <laughs> Amazing what neurofin and coffee can do. <laughs> um, but uh, no, we actually had a, a charity dinner party, so I was, I was reasonably low key, uh, believe it or not, and probably still have to get through a fair bit of work today. So we've got one in the Wellington boot today, Legalist, and he's just got an awkward gait. But when I first came to Sydney, I went out to Wellington, I had one in the boot there, a horse called Great Dancer. Actually, she's ended up being the mother of Isotope. I said to my wife, babe, I've got to go to the races at Wellington on Sunday. She said, oh, well, can you bring some Marmite back through custom? That's the best ever. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a long way. As always, I'll be going in the spirit. Uh, A $10 chance today. Should the punters have something on uh, out at... um out at Wellington? Oh, you've drawn sticky, I oh, think, in third He's just got a really bad gait, so he's going to need a bit of luck. So, and so we'll hope for, the, hope for the best. But uh, he's got a bit of tactical speed. So I do like one midweek, Miss Madison. I think she's going really, really well. We'll mark that down, Miss Madison. Well, see, as you're getting older, you're probably maturing in life. You're a mentor as well. Now, you've mentored Jack Bruce. He's arrived here. He's doing really well. Yeah, Jack Bruce. Never trust a man with two first names. Exactly. Three. Jack, exactly Jack right. Peter Bruce. He's getting a lot of winners, and a few of them with my ex-horses as yeah. well. So, yeah, I've got mixed emotions about that. But, no, he's a great guy, Jack. He's uh, he's a very hard worker. He's uh, he's honest, and he's got a pretty good idea too. So, yeah, absolutely thrilled to, to see him getting off to such a a good start, and uh, it's very competitive. It doesn't matter where you are. It's hard to get a winner anywhere, and he's he's definitely kicking some goals. So, uh, yeah, we, should, we still talk probably a couple of times a week and uh, thrilled for him. He, uh, I've been giving him a bit of advice, but recently I've been asking for his. So <laughs> it works both ways. 
He's very serious about his craft, but he's getting results. He's doing well. He's In fact, he's a great addition to the, the training ranks here. Thanks for this morning, mate. Whether you're Bjorn or Bjorn or B, <laughs> you're a Group 1 winning trainee from yesterday. So enjoy the day, mate. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. Pleasure.